Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church Podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. I'm going to read from Acts chapter 16, a few verses of scripture. I'll try to get through them. Acts chapter 16, I'm going to begin with verse 16. You say amen when you get there. My Bible says, And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Verse 19, And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace and to the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city. Amen. And teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Last two verses of scripture right here I'm going to read. And at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. I'd like to read verse 25 and 26 over again. And at midnight Paul and Silas prayed, and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. After the prisoners heard what was going on, they started paying attention. Then the earthquake happened. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. If I could for a few moments this evening, I'm not very long-winded, If I could speak to you on this thought, welcome the earthquakes. Welcome the earthquakes. Amen. Can we lift our hands up one more time before we're seated? Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing for us, God. Thank you, Lord, for what we already feel today. 
Hallelujah. Continue to bless us today, God. Continue to bless us in this place, Lord. Hallelujah. Down every aisle, between every pew, Lord, I ask that you would move upon your, your church. Let your anointing rest upon each and every one of us, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody said amen. Amen. You may be seated. We live in a world... Now that is full of jealousy. We live in a world that is full of hate. We live in a world that is full of spite. We live in a world that doesn't like us to be who we are. We live in a world that doesn't like us to stand up for what we believe in. It doesn't matter what type of people we come across. It doesn't matter if people we work with. It doesn't matter if it's family members or if it's community members. There are people we encounter on a daily basis that don't like what we represent. There are people who would love nothing more for us to fall on our face. There are people that would love nothing more to see us fall down and not succeed. There are people that would love to see us sick. There are people that love drama. What's the word we call them? Drama queens. Drama kings. They love to gossip. They love to know what's going on in other people's lives. And if something is worse than what they perceive their life to be, people love it. People love to hear what's going on in other people's lives. Amen. But I love to live in a world where I see God move. I want to live in a world where I can see the Holy Ghost get poured out. Where I can see healings take place. Where I can see people dance and shout in the Holy Ghost and get what they need. That's the kind of world, that's the kind of community, that's the kind of town and home I want to live in. But unfortunately, we have many examples in this Bible, in this truth, that explains how hard it can be to live in the world, how hard it can be to deal with people. We, we read of lame people. We read of people who can't walk, who can't get around. No mode of transportation except for this one lame man who gets around by his four friends carrying him everywhere. That's his mode of transportation. Friends take him places. It's great to have friends that you can depend on. It's great to have friends that are of the same mindset. It's great to have friends that want to see you receive a healing. That they're, that they're not gaining anything of themselves. They know that they'll be blessed for it, but they're doing it because they want to see you get something from God. They want to see you get what you need. That's their desire. So my Bible says, 
There was a crowd of people in this house where Jesus was. A crowd of people to see what's going on. And no doubt there were many people that needed a healing in their body. There were many people that needed to be touched. There was many people that needed to, to feel and be around that presence. But I also believe there were people that were standing on the outskirts, looking in the windows, peeking in, in the door to see what was happening. They wanted to see this person get healed. They wanted to see it so they could go tell others about it. There's two sides of the same coin to that. It's great on one hand that they can go tell somebody about it, but on the other hand, it's full of gossipers. Well, what's going to happen tonight? What's going to happen in church tonight? What's Jesus going to do tonight? I don't necessarily need nothing for myself, but I want to see what, what's Jesus going to do. But this man, he, he sees how full this house is. And my Bible says the power of the Lord was present to heal them. It didn't matter whether they thought they needed anything or not. My Bible says the power of the Lord was present to heal them. See, we sometimes think we don't have any problems. Everything's going fine in our life. Everything's going the way we want it to. But all too often people get in the mindset, well, when's the other shoe going to drop? Well, what's going to happen? We, we, everything is going fine. Everything is going just swimmingly. What's going to happen because of that? That's what the devil is good about. Getting that thought, you know, what's going to happen? Surely something's going to happen because things can't be this good. Hmm. Ah. So this man, he, he's sitting back. He needs to get to God. He needs to get to Jesus. There's no way around it. They can't push through the crowd. They can't get in through a window. It's the place is packed to see what's going on. There, there's a line coming before Jesus of people needing a healing, needing something from him. That's how desperate people were, that they would line up to come get their healings. This man, he can't line up. His, his four friends, they can't sit there for, for hours or days on end waiting to get there. He doesn't have that kind of time. I need my answer now. I need my answer now, and I'm going to get it no matter what I've got to do to get it. We're going to find a way. So his, so his friends, they, 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 they form this little brain trust here, and they start thinking, okay, how can we get to Jesus? How can we get there? What can we do to get him his healing? What can we do? We've got to get desperate. Desperate times call for desperate measures. So I'm sure maybe out of the corner of their eye, they, they saw somebody try to, try to go up the steps to the side of the house and, and, and see what they could see from on, on top. That's it. That's what we can do. That's the way we'll go. We can't get in through a window. We can't get in through the door. But my, my, we're going to find a way no matter what. Let's get him up to the roof. Come on, guys, we've got to get up. I know it's hard. These steps are narrow 
to get up here, but we've got to get him up. We've got to get him in the middle where Jesus is sitting. How, how desperate can we get? See, here, here, here's, the, here's the thing. Here's this man's problem. He's laying in a bed. That's his prison. The prison that Paul and Silas are sitting in in the scriptures is where this man is now. That's his innermost prison because he cannot walk. He cannot fend for himself. So he's getting desperate. His friends are getting desperate to help him. So what are we going to do? What have we got to do? We've got to find a way there. So they take it to the rooftop and they begin to break it open. That's when the earthquake hits. My, if I could make that connection there. That's where the earthquake hits. Maybe some of us know how strong an earthquake is that can tear a house apart or tear a roof apart. But that's what these people were doing. They were on top of there. They were causing that earthquake. They were welcoming an earthquake in his life because he had to get to Jesus. He had to have a healing. And he wasn't going to take no for an answer. Praise God. It's time that we welcome the earthquakes. It's time that we're okay if things are shaking in our lives. We've got to be okay with, with that. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If I could go back to my scripture, it, it, it's to me, all these scriptures are important, but it's... An, what the important parts to me I could read is that the prisoners heard what was going on. If I could back up just a little bit, Paul and Silas, they are preaching and they're teaching the word just like they do every day all the time. And somebody has enough of it. Well, uh, we've got to cause it to stop. We, we've got to stop this. We've got to what, find a way to stop moves of God. We've got to find a way to stop the testimonies. We've got to find a way to stop. What can we do? We've got to get them off the street. We've got to silence them. So these, these people, these men are witnessing. They're preaching the word of God, getting them in trouble. That's what the world today wants us to be, is in trouble. For us to be under a microscope. That if we step one foot out of line or are too loud a little bit, we get a finger pointed out at us. Or a finger shaking at us. Don't you dare. Don't you dare pray over your food. Don't you dare ask God to, to touch these athletes. Don't you dare ask God to pour out his spirit. It's pretty strong for people to point fingers at the children of God. You know, we, 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 have, we have our mandate. We have a reason. We have all this great feeling that we want people to feel what we feel. And there's going to be times that we're not well in our body, that we are sick, that we are laid up, and times like that are going to happen. But what we have to prevent is the devil pointing his finger at us and say, you're going to be laid up. You're going to stay there. God's not going to heal your body. He's not going to save you. He's not going to come touch you. He's not going to intervene. You've got things going on in your life. You need help with that. It's not going to help. 
I'm going to plant any doubt in there that I can. That's what the devil does. He plants seeds of doubt. He doesn't want us praising. He doesn't want us worshiping. He wants us going through the motions of of service over and over again. He doesn't want us to be renewed every time we step into the house of God. Mm. So finally, Paul and Silas get in trouble. Well, it's, 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 not, it's not enough just to tell them they're in trouble for, for what they're doing. We've got to find a way to break them. We've got to find a way to silence them. So this is what I want to do. Take off their clothes. Rip their clothes off of them. Make them shamed. I, I'm not ashamed for who I am. I'm not ashamed for what I believe in. Nobody's going to shame me into keeping my mouth shut. Well, that's not enough. We're going to take him and we're going to beat them. Beat, beat them within an inch of their life. Do what you have to do. But they cannot be out preaching. We, this has got to serve. This has got to serve as a memento. This has got to serve as an example for others who want to do what they do. So they get beat. And they didn't just get put in prison, they get put in the innermost prison. There's, there, there's, no, there's no window, there's no sunlight getting in. And, and if that wasn't insult to injury, their, their feet get put in stocks. They can't get around, their, their hands are bound, their feet are bound. They can't move. They can't go anywhere. They're sitting in darkness. That, that, that is a real easy place for us to go. When something doesn't go our way, it's a real easy place to go is in the darkness. If somebody looks at us a different way than we're used to, if somebody isn't as nice to us as they were the day before, or if somebody looks at us and shakes their head, or can you be just a little bit quiet? Can you not pray around me? Can you just take that somewhere else? It's real easy to get discouraged. It's real easy to fall back. It's real easy when we need a healing in our body and we pray and we pray and we pray for a healing. It's real easy to step back into darkness when God doesn't answer our prayer right then and there. I don't know how many times I've prayed for God to touch my body. I don't know how many times I've prayed for God to touch my family. Things don't come just just like that. If you can snap your fingers and prayers are answered like that, I am so happy for you. It just doesn't happen like that for me. Maybe there's some of us that it it, it doesn't happen like that for. That you pray and you pray and you pray and nothing happens. I've prayed for days. I've prayed for weeks and I still haven't got an answer. I've prayed for months and I, I still haven't got an answer. I've prayed for years and I'm still feeling this. I have not got my healing. But just because we don't have a healing right then doesn't mean it's not going to happen. What's happening is God is testing us. God is seeing how strong we are. God is saying how desperate we are. How bad do we really want it? How bad do we want that healing? How bad do we want to see our families touched? How bad do we want to see a move of God? How bad do we want to see the Holy Ghost poured out? 
But here's, here's Paul and Silas. Now they're in the innermost prison. And I could just imagine that it, it would not take much for, for, for depression to set in. They're already in darkness. They already can't see each other. But somehow or another, it's like, you know what? God has still been good to me. God has still done great things for us. Hmm. Amen. Isn't that, what, isn't that what Joe said? Though he slay me, yet I'm still going to trust in him. Things might not be going well. I'm backed up inside of a cave. I'm backed up in darkness. And things are happening that, that are, is just appalling. How could this happen in my life? How could this happen to my family? How could this happen to us? And I'm sitting here. But God has still been good. That's when God turned it around for Job. When he said, I'm still not going to give up. I've lost everything. I've lost my family. I've lost everything I've worked for in life. I've lost my children. Now I'm losing my wife. Yes, I know she loves me, but she feels so bad for me. She's telling me to curse God and put myself out of my misery. But I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm still going to stay true to him. And I believe Paul and Silas got to that point where it was silence for a long time. I don't know how long. It could have been days. It may have just been hours, but it could have been days. It could have been weeks. It could have been months. How could God allow this to happen? How could this happen to us? And I'm sure they heard other prisoners making fun of them. What are y'all going to do now? You're sitting in the innermost prison. Not even us are in there. How bad of people are you if we're right here and you're right there? I, I, I could just imagine I could just imagine the jawing to them. And then after hours or days or weeks or, or, or months sitting there in silence and in, in their own thoughts and in the darkness, one or the other says, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. I don't know who started it, but one of them decided, okay, I've heard their mouths enough. I've heard this enough. God has been good to us. Why don't we just begin to sing? Why don't we begin to sing to, to him? Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. Let us sing forever of his saving grace. I could just imagine. They can't move, brother. They, they, they can't move. They have no way to move, but they still are able to speak. Everything's been removed away from them. They can't do anything. They can't see anything. But they have their mouth where they can still praise. They can still sing. They can still worship. My, my. Hallelujah, we get to a point where all we can do is pray. All we can do is praise, and all we can do is worship. Our bodies are beat down. We're so tired. We're so upset that we can't move. I'm so give out, but I still have my voice. Amen. Praise God. So they begin to sing. 
One song right after another. One song right after another. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him in the. Praise him in the. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Oh, hallelujah. I could just imagine. They could just start singing and they start beginning to get a little bit of joy. Oh, I can't see. I'm blind right now. My body's give out. I've gone and I've gone and I've gone and I can't go no more. I'm sick. I need a healing in my body. I'm desperate. I need God to touch me. I need God to move. I can't move around. I can't do anything. But I have my voice. I can sing. I can praise. I can worship. It's time that we begin to welcome the earthquakes into our life. Praise God. Can we lift our hands up to him? Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. It's time to welcome the earthquakes. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to welcome the earthquakes. At no point in time did I believe they expected that to happen. I don't believe they expected to have an earthquake right then, brother. I, I, I don't believe they expected that to happen. Praise God. I'm getting somewhere. Just bear with me. I might move around a little bit slow, but... I'm still 40-something, none of your business years old, and still good-looking as the day I was born. I'll believe that today I die. Amen. I'm going somewhere. Bear with me. No one expected an earthquake to happen right then. Brother, can I get a little bit of help here? Brothers, if y'all don't mind. Y'all are going to be my other prisoners. Y'all going to be my prisoners here. I just ain't got no handcuffs right now. So Y'all all right. Pastor, they're, they're my other prisoners. They're the prisoners making fun of me. Pastor, can I get your help for a minute? I'll be Paul and you be Silas. Hmm. We're in the middle. We can't see. They're making fun of us. Okay. What song can we sing? I really can't sing, but anyhow. <laughs> what song can we sing? I'm thinking of a song here. Yeah, we can sing the Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> We can get on with it, brother. <laughs> Amen. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's easy to get depressed in the middle of a prison. It's easy to get down. It's easy to, it's easy to be depressed about where I'm at when I'm blind and I can't see. And I'm in the middle of a prison. I can't see out no windows. But if I can tell my brother Silas here what song can we sing and he cracks the joke, that's what I'm talking about. We have to have a good attitude. We have to have a positive attitude. It's real easy to get negative. That's what the world feasts on. That's what the world loves is negativity. 
That's what the world loves is for us to be down and out about one another. Down and out about a move of God. Down and out about a healing when we don't get it, when we need it. That's what the world wants. That's what the devil wants us to be stuck in the middle. Ah, praise God. I'll be done here five more minutes. I'm going I'm to pull Jeff Arnold five more minutes. Y'all are still right there. We're singing. We're praising. We're worshiping God. And my Bible says, what are y'all doing? And the prisoners heard them. One moment they're making fun of us. One moment people are making fun of us. They're looking to see how far down we can fall. They're looking to see where we're going to go next because God didn't answer a prayer over here. Well, my vehicle's broke down and I don't have a way to go. Well, what are you going to do next? How are you going to get around next? What are you going to do? Well, it's, it's, it's still dark in here. I can't see. I don't know. I guess I'll have to call myself a ride or I'm just going to have to continue to pray that God's going to provide me a way no matter what. God's going to provide my answer. Well, what if God doesn't heal your body? What if you need a healing and he doesn't answer it right then? What are you going to do? Well, I know how bad I'm sick. It's, 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 it's real easy to get depressed, and, and it's real easy to get in the mindset that, yes, I want a healing, but. That's a big three-letter word right there, is but. I, I, I know God can heal my body, but. What if he doesn't do it? What if he doesn't answer it when I'm praying so hard for it tonight? What if he doesn't answer it when, when, when I'm praying for it tomorrow? We keep praying for it. We keep singing. We keep worshiping. We keep praising. Well, I need the Holy Ghost. I know I need to be baptized. I need the Holy Ghost. I'm having trouble at work. I'm having trouble at school. I, I want to be who I am, but what, what, kind of, what kind of thoughts are people really thinking about me? Well, I'm going to tell you a hard truth. That's not your problem. That's theirs. Hmm. I hope you don't mind me being blunt and honest, brother. That's their problem. That's not your problem. That's the problem they have to deal with to watch you pray, to watch you testify, to tell, watch you tell about the goodness of God. It's time. It's time for the earthquakes to be released. It's time that we lift our hands in praise and worship. It's time that we decide that I'm going to have a move of God no matter what. Amen. Can you stand tonight? Mm. Praise God. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless and we hope to see you on the next episode.